This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UUP Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. We love a Sunday special, Jordana. Can you believe it's Labor Day weekend? I can't. I actually can't. Flew by. Uh, flew by. We're, in, we're heading into fall. It is the, you know, end of summer, quote unquote. But football season's here. This is... Meeting people season. Yes. People pretend it's the summer, but really uh-huh. it's football season. You're going to meet people in the summer. You're going to have bar two- season. Right, right. It's bar season. It's group season. It's in your city season. No travel. No excuses season. Yes. Because summertime you meet people and you go, ah, I got this thing. I got this trip. I got this. And it creates space and enough space for you to think about it and go, ah, I don't know if I like that person. Ah, I don't know if I want to get off the couch. Ah. I don't know if I want to get dressed up. Now you're in the fall. You're out. It's time. It's time. The weather's good for not sweating on dates. Yeah. And feeling good. I think we generally, like, I think I'm at my most confident, you know, clothing body-wise in the fall. You're not freezing, so you're not wearing 17 layers. Absolutely. But you've got, like, a cute little sweater on. Cute sweater season, You don't baby. have to worry about every, you know, like, your entire body being exposed constantly. Right. And, and yeah, you can go layer a little bit. Just having fun. It's really, this is when you meet people. This is when you fall in love. This is when you fall in like, you know, so this should be motivation to people out there. If you're single, if you're out there, we are here for yes. you. Yes, everyone is back in their city. In the right. No, yeah, no, I got the, you know, the share house. Nah, uh, uh, it's uh, over. Uh, it's over. You're done going to Montauk. <laughs> you're going to stay in the city and you're going to date. See you at the Ainsworth. Is that still a thing? Is that still a thing? Ainsworth, Ish. hair of the dog. We're really showing our, our era. I don't know. What is the new our spot? Our Taylor Swift era. What's the cool place? Oh, Candace, where are you going out? I'm not from here. I'm still just like going out. What are the kids out? doing these days? What? She's like, this is her first, this is her first time in New York. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> she's she's going to find out. Report back. I've been going to like Tao and say less, but I feel like Tao's kind of. I don't know if you're going to Tao on football Sunday. Tao. Tao. I didn't see that coming. I'm new here. I'm not a New Yorker. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's she's exploring. She's in her exploring future. Yeah, we need to find. She's like, everyone in New York goes to Senor Frogs for for football Sunday. Right. Here's, I'll give a suggestion uh, because we had the. The 37 and single release party. Oh, yes. Plug City. Let's we'll do go, it. Let's go to Plug City. We had a release party. Uh, we had a great time. Good drinks. Good people. People came out. Um, it was like, it was less release party, more release. Gathering. Here I am. Okay. Come, You can come and give Here's me a pat on the back or that's, not. That's kind of like how you throw a, a birthday party like in your late 20s or early 30s. Like, right. I'm going to this bar. I'll be there. I'll be. 
if you want to be there too, that's where I'll be. I, but like, I, come or don't. I've given you something, an option for a Saturday night. Yeah. Right. We, so we it's went never to, like an official event. It's just kind of like, this is where I'm going to be if you want to show up there. I, this is basically what I did. You're yeah. right. Bayard's Ale House, uh, just like a neighborhood bar. People that work there, they got good bar food. Yes. A great Sunday football bar mm. to meet people. That's, That's how I, what I would describe Bayard's as. It's and funny. You sent out the invitation. You made like a little graphic. I made a graphic. Um, and then the team was talking in Slack and they were like, Jared probably should have asked us to make this. <laughs> <laughs> I had a picture. Yeah. It's uh, really a ridiculous. It was funny. It was funny. I, I I know, the, <laughs> it was very clip art. <laughs> we were talking shit about it in the Betches Slack. Yeah, no, no, well, listen, no. I'm, I got my passport holder gift. This yes. really made me happy. We, oh, we're, good. This is so I'm nice. Glad. I'm like... Uh, I'm truly touched. I hope you don't have one already. I don't. Um, I'm feathered. We got the feather yes. here. And the picture. We want the picture. <laughs> in, the, in the picture of my phone. Um, listen, if you're out there, 37 Singles still going. Uh, basically, let you behind the curtains. People have been, I was told, like, the first month is what matters. So, oh, the whole month. Yeah, the first 28 days. Okay. They're just basically like, that's when we like. You guys can get in right under the wire if you haven't listened to it yet. So if you haven't listened, watch, just have it on, turn or it on again. If you have listened to it, and this is how you you went, you just Googled Jared Freed and you mm. discovered that he also hosts this podcast. Mm -hmm. If you're new here, yeah. If you're new here, welcome. I like that. Welcome the new people because, you know, Netflix offers us this platform to bring new audiences new audience and we are a modern dating podcast we talk about the intersection of mo of modern times and dating of technology and dating and honestly we're here to have a fun thorough conversation yes. about the subject and just um, like in your special you're gonna let us into the mind of men and you and you the mind of a woman yes and and that's where we come in and we and you know we're not speaking for everybody we speak in general uh, generalities and we try Exactly. Um, and we do something here uh, today. We're going to do it. Um, oh, and if you're out there, I'm on the road. I'm on the road. I'm on the road. I want you to go to my show. Um, Colchester, Connecticut. When, when does this come out? September 3rd. Nope. I'm Over. Ah, yeah, no, no, I'll be oh, there. Yes. When uh, will you be there? a long weekend. I'll be there. So I'm doing a show in a vineyard. Providence, Atlanta, Huntington, Seattle. Huntington. Seattle sold out by now. Charlotte. Philadelphia, D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach, Florida, Portland, Oregon, Arizona, San Diego, Boston. Those are my dates. Jordana, anything coming up? I have nothing. <laughs> such a loser. No. It's okay. Uh, there's probably two new... We haven't recorded them yet because we're recording this early, but there's <clears throat> two new meditations out on the Oversharing podcast, and you can listen. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. And we play a game here called Petty or Prudent. So the game is you break up and you decide to do something after the breakup. Were you petty? Were you doing it to get at this person? Or were you prudent? Did it need to be done? Good we question. love petty. Yes. Love petty or prudent. Love it. You want me to read it? Yeah, why don't you read it? J and J, love the pod. I have a petty versus prudent for you. When my ex and I broke up after dating for seven years and living together, I moved out of our house. Before I left, I asked him to go through everything and make sure he got the things that belonged to him from our shared space. 
<laughs> That's when you know you're an ex. <laughs> they don't even call it an apartment anymore. Remove your things from the shared space. The shared space. Yeah, yeah. It's no longer a home. <laughs> this is you did that. Yeah. It took a few weeks for me to move out, so he had ample opportunity to collect his things. Upon my moving out, he texted me a list of things he thought were his that I had taken that he wanted back. I said, fine, come and get them. So you did take his things. Um, and when he did, he used the opportunity to try to play me what had been our song on the guitar and give me a love letter. Oh, so he wanted her back. Yeah. She says we broke up. She should have said I broke up with him. Yeah. my When my ex and I broke up. Yeah. this was, this, uh, Or, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the other assumption we can make, he cheated and he did something wrong. Oh, yeah. That's possible. You know, that could be. That's good. That I'm could, sorry. I, was, I went to the place that she was the wrongdoer. Yeah, listen, I am a feminist. I know. Um, on the guitar. <laughs> so he played our song on the guitar. Yeah, the only reason he I go to him, love him cheating or maybe that, I guess, no, it could be she broke up with him. He was in love. Yeah, he's it trying could to be, get her back. He could be, I fucked up and I'm trying to get you back. It's, uh, it, or he just, you know, wants to make it work. And so he, <laughs> uh, the opportunity to try and play me what had been our song on the guitar and give me a love letter. Uh, after that, I quit talking to him, asked him not to text me, and started to move on. A month later, I get a text asking if I had his passport. I <laughs> it's so random. I, know. I, I couldn't imagine why I would have that. He's irresponsible. He doesn't know where his passport is. Right. Aren't you... <laughs> When's the trip? Uh, assumed it was an attempt to reopen conversation and ignore the text. A week after that, I get the same text again asking about the passport. I was getting tired of seeing his name pop up on my screen. Had no intention of spending time looking for his passport. I surely didn't have. So I texted back. I looked. I don't have it. Two months later, I was booking a trip where I needed my passport. And when I went to get it from my lockbox, there was his passport. Asshole. Hey, oops. <laughs> so I took the passport, chucked it in the mailbox, and promptly blocked his number. So what do you think? Petty or prudent? It seems petty. Yeah, it's petty. Me. Yeah. She had the pass. Okay, here's the thing. If she didn't actually have the passport, mm. I would understand why she's like, he just keeps want wanting to talk right. to me. Oh, I'm so wonderful. Right. This guy. But once you find it, you have to admit that you were petty. It, it wasn't. Yeah, right. You're the crazy one. Right. I'm I'm starting to, you know, now I, I know he think, didn't cheat. Right. I also think it's kind of rude that she took the passport, put it in his mailbox and blocked him. It's like he was, why did you block him? He was right. Like, you had the passport. You took the passport. There's a thing in society right now, not to make this a societal issue, <laughs> but I will. And she's doing something that really annoys me. She didn't gaslighting take, him. Well, that, <laughs> but take the loss. Right. Say, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I actually did discover that I have your passport. I'm going to put it in your mailbox. Right. Take the L. Yeah. I fucked up. She's being an asshole. She's being an asshole. She's being petty. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean. Because she's the one who fucked. She did have the passport. Right. And here's the thing. She'll, you know, there's people out there. And this is why people go to the internet a lot of times. So, like, I need to find someone who agrees with me. Right. Someone out there will be like, yeah, fuck him. He keeps, uh, he's harassing you. And it's like, no, there's a story here that we just read. Right. And it's not like something he could have just bought. It's not like, oh, you have my, do you have my shirt? Do you have my shirt? <laughs> this, is a, this is like a like major a legal document. document. Yeah. That he, he should probably have already, a holder honestly, for. Honestly, he probably already had to order a new one. Absolutely. Because, like, so like, it's over. Right. Like, you know, the, I, and I understand she's protecting herself if I'm to like 
come to her most empathetic spot. She's like, I don't want to take the loss because that's vulnerability. Then that's a way for him to get in and be like, no, it's okay. Then I might feel like I made a mistake when I broke up with him. And he's always been the sweet guy. And, oh, I don't want to be... You're stronger than that is my message to her. You're okay. stronger than getting you know whipped into a frenzy of how nice he is. And now because I'm still single and there's no good dates and I'm getting all these assholes yeah. on dating apps. That's what she's doing. I mean, she's you, insecure about whether she could be wooed back into a relationship she knows isn't right for her. Yeah. I mean, if I put myself in his shoes, I'm trying to tell the story from his side. Right. My girlfriend breaks up with me. <laughs> Um, she says I can take my stuff out of her house. I go into, I go into the house and I realize that she actually took a a bunch of stuff that she broke up with me. And I realized she actually took a bunch of stuff that is, or sorry, my boyfriend broke up with me. He took a bunch of stuff. Some of it was mine. Right. So I asked him, can I, he didn't even deny it. Right. Can I have my stuff back? Because I, I want my stuff and we live together. So there's a fair amount of my stuff there. And then they say, Oh, fine. Come get it. After they (laughs) broke up with me. I go there and I get it and I, you know, I'm just making one last, last ditch effort to sort of find out why they broke up with me. I maybe, you know, did something romantic, get shut down. Right. Fine. I leave. I realize I don't have my passport. I ask them, hey, guy who broke up with me, did, <laughs> do you have my passport? <laughs> no, I looked. Right. Then a few weeks later, they put it in my mailbox and block me. Like, I, to me, that's like a very sad story for me. Absolutely. It's, right. it's. It's a story that, you know, a guy might tell and no, and I'm going to go, wow, she fucking sucks. You right? know, like that's really, you. it is funny that like. She didn't give any, unless there's some context where he did something really bad, but she didn't say that. Right. I mean, it, good for her telling us the true story because I don't think it could get any worse than that. You know, <laughs> she wasn't really kind to herself. She wasn't really like telling the story, but it is funny that it seems as though she's like, the the tone of this email is like, I'm angry at him for wasting, I don't, we don't know what he did that she hates him about. Right. Just besides still being into her. Right. Why would you do this to me? Why would you love me? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, and I think if there is no wrongdoing and he's the sweet guy that we're assuming he is because she didn't really, she's, again, we're, I'm reading in this in a tone maybe that's not fair to her, but like, it does feel like the tone is like, this guy won't fucking stop. Right, he's obsessed with me. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. It it's just, so sad to me because it's like this is someone you lived with, so you like loved them at one time. Right. And this is sort of like what your relationship has come to. Whenever I see like a bad breakup, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, there was a time when you guys like really liked each other. Right. What? That's like that scene in Wedding Crashers Which when they're scene? like at the mediation in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, and remember <laughs> the good times, you know, like. Yeah, you had fun. You had fun. Right. You had the wedding, you know, shout a little bit softer now. Like you, it is interesting to think about like that. How do you get here? Right. And and to me, the only thing that from this email to be angry about is you keep reminding me that I could be in the next phase of life and I said no to it. Maybe that's why she's mad. That's why she's yeah. mad. And she hasn't found that next or, phase. There's this thing I think sometimes with women where like, and I've seen this before where I, we, we, we talked about this also before where women are kind of like, please change, please change, please change. Right. And the guy doesn't. And then they finally like feel like they have to break up with them because they 
done this so many times. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of, even though they're the ones doing the breakup, they can still feel sort of like righteously angry because right. it's like, you made me break up with you. You just wouldn't change. <laughs> right. You and, wouldn't be a different guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I like this one. Same. Because it's like, we haven't had a petty. Yeah. It's petty. <laughs> it's petty. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's do an email all right hi j and j looking for a jury ruling on a recent dating scenario from the highest dating court get Ua out Pod. the gavels judge j and j are here we're here i'm a 31 year old single female who has been in the dating game for a long time <laughs> that is her writing <laughs> yes not me yeah recently i've been leaning into friends setting me up more and in early july i went out with a guy a friend had said would might be a good match the date was fine, nothing bad, but nothing amazing. And at the end of it, he casually invited me to watch fireworks for the fourth in a couple of days. Okay. I already had a tentative plans, so told him I probably couldn't make it, but would let him know. Sure enough, day of, I did have plans. And he responded with, no worries. Mm. Days go by, and I didn't hear from him, so just assumed this was a mutual ghosting. I should also disclaim that in the week after, I had some family and personal issues come up, so texting him wasn't at the forefront of my brain anyway. Uh... Whatever. I don't like the tone. You can't say wasn't great, but wasn't amazing. wasn't bad, but wasn't amazing. And then go, I have all this other stuff. Right. So you, you don't need all that other stuff if you're not that into him. Right. right it's yeah. okay to just go, I didn't think of them to text. Right. 
Usually in these dating scenarios where the first date is just average, I'm willing to go on a second date, but need the guy to either initiate a second date or continue to text me after. So when I didn't hear from him, I just assumed he was on the fence and it wasn't worth pursuing. Fast forward to a month later when this guy likes me on Hinge. He's back. I am the type of person who likes to call people on their BS. So I responded back to his like with, uh, you have my number. He proceeds to text me and tell me that I had canceled our second date and didn't reschedule. So he assumed I wasn't interested. We go back and forth on details of what actually happened at the end of it. He sends, and at the end of it, he sends me a long text on how to show interest in a guy. This is ending rudely. It's weird, you know, when you're like, you build yourself into a fight with someone that you're kind of like, how did I get here? Right. And it's, this is like a version of petty or prudent. Yes. You know? So question, as someone who's been in the dating game a long time and never had this happen to me in similar scenarios, am I doing this all wrong? My personal defense is that we're both in our 30s and shouldn't have to do turn-taking for initiating dates slash showing interest, and clearly he had enough interest to like me on Hinge again. I would have appreciated a follow-up text, not necessarily scheduling a date, but at least a, how are you? I really enjoyed our date. Hope you're having a nice week. And maybe things could have progressed again from there. Having seen his lecture of a response at the end, see screenshot, I know he was not the guy for me anyway. I want someone who is willing to be straightforward about their interest in me, regardless of logistics, but it still makes me double think if I could be doing more going forward in my dating journey. Looking forward to your ruling. Sincerely, he likes me, he likes me not. Okay. I'll be him. Okay. And I'm her. So um, she cuts off her message, as people do. Right. Mm. And I'll read the end of it. Something that pursued it and said you like me via text on my versus on my hinge. A little too late, but we live and learn. Nice meeting you and good luck out there. (laughs) Okay, so he writes, LOL, period. I was randomly swiping on an app and clicked a heart. Who knows when this was, by the way. It's not a both ways thing, just for your own knowledge. If you cancel a date on a guy, never text, then never text him again to try and set up something else. Uh, Any guy with any self-respect is not going to keep hounding you and begging to hang out again. I'm trying to help you here. (laughs) Oh, I wish you left that out. Right. Even now. All you had to say was, I got volleyball tomorrow, unfortunately. What's your Friday like? Try that next time if you have any interest in a guy. And then she says, thanks for the advice, whatever. And then it got cut right. off. I assume that was a like passive aggressive, thanks for the advice. Right. I mean, they. It, this is like oil and water. Yeah. This it, is not going to. I mean, this is almost a blessing because you find this, like to have this fight. They could have had this fight like three weeks into dating. Right. And there was no sex had, you know, mm. and also they were fixed up. So there's right. like people, there's people at play. and Which makes it even weirder. Even now weirder. everyone's going to hear this story. Well, it seems like two people who are fed up with being single. It's it's actually a blessing for the whole country that these two <laughs> didn't get together because it's like two assholes. Yeah. They both sound they like both assholes. They both kind of suck. They both, in yeah. this situation, right. they, I'm, I'm thankful they listen. I'm thankful they wrote in. Because they're both very like principled in this right. entire thing over things that don't really need to be that principled. He's like, let me give you some dating advice. Here's how you treat people. Listen, listen she, here, toots. And she's yeah. also, but she's, she's complaining about it, but she's also like, let me give you some advice. Like, I need to be, I need to be like pursued and texted multiple times right. by a person who's, Trying to date me. Right. I mean, like, even the 
good, nice meeting you and good luck out there with an exclamation point. Like, I don't like that. A little passive aggressive. A little passive aggressive. She knows what she's doing. You can right. you can say, well, oh, what? But we know. Here's you know. the thing. I do agree that if you can't, if someone asks you to do something, mm-hmm. you're busy, totally fine. If you're interested in seeing them, I think you can propose something else. That's what I would do if I liked someone. But I do agree with that. We are burying the lead. Like sure. to me, that's already, that wasn't a, what they're discussing isn't the problem. It starts at you had, you disappeared. Like as, as a person who's out there, I, the idea of like, we, we had a date, it was fine. We tried to make a second, but really didn't try that hard and it didn't work out. And the, and the, and the name went down the screen of texts. So you lost okay. it. Fine. You fine. both didn't think of each other. You both didn't. I mean, he did ask her out again. He did. And she said, ah, I got a busy, I'm kind of busy. Right. Leave it at that. And then he took the loss. He goes, ah, she's not really proposing a Friday, as he said. Right. So I, I guess the assumption That's what I'm I'm making, I can understand on his end why he's like, she said, no, she said no, didn't propose anything else. And so right. I'm assuming she's not interested. I maybe. He, in, in his, I don't think he's like, oh, if you liked her enough, you would hound her down. Like, we right. had a, I think we had an email last week from someone who was um, like saying the guy wouldn't get the hint. Right. I, I, and I, I don't <laughs> the even. The thirstier not from last week. Right. Yeah. I, I don't even. The idea I see of what like you're saying. men it's like all shouldn't besides do, the point. It's yeah. a besides the point because all it is to me is these are two people on a, on a fine date. He then pursues ish to do this fireworks thing she goes i got plans with friends right no how about next week then sees her on the app Mm -hmm. he's still attracted they had a fine date this was his way of here's a window tap he he gives a little window tap he likes she says he didn't write a message right right and so he likes i can responds to like right well then she responds to like kind of not really like Someone has to break. So when that like happens, it's him going, eh? and then you come back with, don't you have my nut? What did you write? Uh, you have my number. Uh, you have my number. <laughs> uh, we're already on the bad foot. If she, that's the point where someone has to choose to be playful. Right. I don't think it's all her responsibility. Again, they both sound like dicks. But when you go, oh, you have my number, instead of like, look who's back. Ah, you know, oh, sorry about the fire. I guess the fireworks didn't work out on how you been. You know, there's just a friendlier way. And to me. It's contentious off the bat. And you've challenged him. Well, you better better bring it when you go, oh, you have my number. Mm -hmm. There's nobody. Everyone's got their fists up. So you put your fists up right away. And then he goes, he probably moved the text. Now, again, you're discussing what happened. <laughs> Instead of like, discussing who cares? Going I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I, if you both liked each other, you would just, someone would just be like, let's just go out. Right. And I think they both wanted to win. And again, he sounds bad. His text Because it's harder work. to be, it's harder to, to, to say, it feels like you don't want to, like you talk about, like you don't want to throw away leftovers. You don't want to throw away something that feels like, could have been an option. So you're kind of like, let me make it work, but have a bad attitude about it. Right. Or let me like, you know what I mean? Let me get into it. Right. Maybe, but obviously it's not going to work that way. No, it's, it was never going to work from, uh, you have my number. 
Is that what she said she wrote? Yeah. I mean, like, that's a crazy thing. Uh, not crazy, but. It's also like she's uh, saying she wants such number. a specific thing. She goes, I would have appreciated a follow-up text, not necessarily scheduling a date, but at least a how are you? I really enjoyed our date. You hope you're having a nice week. It's like, if you would have appreciated that, why didn't you pick another date to go out with this person? Right. And, and well, also, she's basically like, you didn't get the magic password. Right, you know, like, like how the what, fuck is he supposed to know that right. that's what she wanted instead of just not being interested in a date? Right, think of him experiencing experiencing this whole thing with like the lights off, kind of. Yeah, I mean, to, again, to put myself in his shoes, I'm doing that right. a lot today with men. <laughs> I go on a date. I like this. Yeah. I offer, I, you know, I ask someone if they want, right after the date, if they want to do something else. Mm. They say, I'm not sure if I, I might have plans. To me, kind of insulting. The day of. Not even insulting. Kind of a, a a stiff arm. Fine, they're I'm, not. I'm right. gonna think about right. it. Right, yeah, they're not sure. Then I ask them. I do another round of trying. I ask right. them on the day of. Hey, like if you're not if you're free, let's do. Turns out that day she gets plans, so right. clearly she wants to go after. I would be like, okay, this person, like if they are interested, I'm not gonna. Find, they'll text I'm not gonna me. bother this person. Yeah, you you do get to that point. That's what like, I'm saying. Like I could totally understand. I don't think I think to say how are you? I really enjoyed our date. Hope you're having a nice week. A lot of people who have done what she did with the second date would have, I would assume, would be like, like, oh, this guy's texting me again. Right. Right. And how are you? When you send a like, <laughs> hey, I'm just letting you know, friendly. Yeah. I don't think he did you know, anything wrong here, personally. This really. has been a I mean, real pro man episode I mean, listen, of the UAP podcast. Men, 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 okay. men. <laughs> Not dudes. Dudes, dudes. <laughs> Not exactly, because I don't, I don't, I do think his text to her was a little condescending. Well, he's trying to get, like, yeah, he is. I'm trying, trying to, to help you out here. Here's <laughs> how you did. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he could have just said, put it in his own terms. Right. I think he was fine when he said, um, if you can't, like, I don't think he said, if you cancel on a date with a guy, I think you could say, when you canceled on me, right, I assume right. that you weren't interested in me. He doesn't have to make it about, like the way that everyone else interprets her actions. He could just right. say the way he interpreted her actions. And I think that would have made him a lot more sympathetic. He's a little condescending. I agree. I agree with everything you said. The minute you start writing your own dating blog instead of an actual like <laughs> so message it, to the like, person about your own self, that you've gone off right. you know, the, the page. Here's the other thing. She gave us a screenshot of just his text. We don't know how he got here. That's true. Like, we have no idea how it turned into, let me teach you something, toots. You know, like, that isn't... Right, I she mean, might be cherry-picking the text. It feels a little bit that way. Um, we don't know, but this is all to say, again, like, do, you didn't want to see this guy and you and you wanted to teach it. She wanted right. to teach him a lesson as much as he's doing it in his text. Right, I'm just saying, I don't understand why she needs to, like, blame him. For right. like the fact that she's just not that interested. She said it herself. I'm, I wasn't that interested. Here's the reason. They have the friend in common. So okay, she's like trying to like. Pressure to make it work. I think they're both trying to make sure the friend agrees with them that their other person was a piece of shit. Like, because they know the story's getting told. Right. So they want to make sure that, they, again, she's gone to the judge, J&J. &J. The real judge that they're worried about is the friend in common. Mm -hmm. Because they've been fixed up. A story is going to come back to that friend and both of them have a bad story. It's a good point. So right now they're in, we need to win the story. Right. Debate, which is, makes them both lose. When you're trying to win and dating, you're going to lose.
Totally agree. Moral of the story, you both suck. Um, That's right. Thanks for writing in. <laughs> Thank you for writing in. Please use the promo no. codes on the ads this episode to prove you don't suck. Um, <laughs> we did it again. We solved dating. We did it. Proud of us. And we'll be back on Wednesday with a regular episode. Dudes, dudes, okay. dudes, I didn't, dudes. I don't co-sign that. <laughs> you know, girl power. That's right. And all that. We love the Barbie movie. And Taylor Swift. Bye. The You Up Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.